Okay, uh, and uh, I welcome back our historian, Jerry Shannon. Jerry, uh, we started a very interesting conversation there last week about um, the maps that were found about Roscommon Town and the layout of the streets uh, many years ago, and we'll continue that this week. That's right, yeah, and there were a lot of features that were on that map that um, that we wouldn't be aware of. But maybe before we go on to that again, we'll, we'll go back to our friend Isaac Weld, right. uh, the man who did a pre-famine uh, perambulation, or he was actually on a horse, he wasn't walking. He did the length of the of the county, and he visited Roscommon Town, and his comments uh, about the town are maybe worth revisiting again. So pre-famine, this is now Isaac Wells' description of the town, included uh, remarks like this. In no part of Ireland is a much stronger contrast afforded than that This new part of the town, which would have been Abbey Street, Abbey Street would have been a relatively new part of the town, presents. Um, So Abbey Street presented what he said was a a marked contrast to the old and wretched hovels, which may be seen in other quarters, more particularly the outlets, as he calls them, on the Lanesborough side. Nothing in the shape of human habitation can can be conceived more abject. No windows... No chimneys, roofs sunken and apparently ready to fall in, people in rags, misery and filth, and without, within and without, dunghills up to the very doors, deposited in trenches, hollowed out in lines parallel and close to the walls of the houses, and which by successive scrapings are rendered deeper and wider year after year. He doesn't paint a very nice picture. <laughs> it's not good now. No. Cleared of the manure, these become so many receptacles for stagnant, putrid water, emitting the most noisome effluvia, prejudicial, doubtless, to an eminent degree to the health of the poor people who are exposed to breed the contaminated, contaminated air. So it, it was not, it was, and it wouldn't have been just uh, particular to Roscommon. Right. You know, uh, people were living in terrible conditions. And, um, they, they, but it's possible that you know they weren't really in. To his eyes, it was they were in poor condition. Yes, yes. But um, they, 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 they mightn't have been in such poor condition. But evidence exists that in the in the 18th century, that the paths weren't paved, and there were no pedestrian paths, yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. no sewerage system within the ground. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, water supplies came from public wells and from a small stream at the bottom, bottom of what is now um, Goff Street, which was, which was known then as uh, Pudding Street. And in fact, I think one of the wells up in the, 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 the town square uh, in Roscommon, there are several wells have been found over the years. Yeah, and I uh, believe one visiting. not so long ago either as well. Yeah, there's actually, if anyone yeah. is up that part of the town in front of the Bank of Ireland, That's you'll right. see where there's an area cordoned off there. Uh, and there, there are plans, and it's, it's at an advanced stage now to expose one of those right. uh, wells so that we'll be able to, you know, appreciate what, uh, what was there before. But just to continue on, um, the, 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 the late 18th century map that was found in the Earl of Essex archives by, by, um, in, in Hertfordshire in England, um, there is a map, actually, um, it, it would be a lovely thing to have in the town here, but there's a map and it shows um, the, the, the centre of the town. And um, it's described as um, a plot. Um, we, we probably use the word site more yeah, yeah. often here than, 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 than plot. But um, 
it, it's, it, the land surrounding the plot is titled as follows. Uh, you have a man called William French's plot located to the west. Now, this would be down towards uh, Church Street, which right. is the junction with Church Street and Main Street. And the land surrounding the plot is titled as William French's plot to the west, Church Street located to the south, and Old Jail Street located to the east, and Mr. Robert Guff's now, that's probably Goff rather Goff, than Guff, yeah, but yeah, it's spelled yeah. Guff in this particular right. instance. And Old Jail Street, we talked about it there last week, would be what we now regard as Main Street, because the speculation is, or the evidence is, that there was actually a jail located where Greedy's Corner is now. There had okay. been a, a jail yeah. of some description, whether big or small, on that street prior to the jail up behind the Bank of Ireland and prior to the jail where the Garda station uh, is now. Yeah. So the, 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 the man who's mentioned there in um, 1797, uh, William French, he, he might have been related to the French family of French Park in County Roscommon. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Arthur French was the son of John French and Anne Gore, and he died um, in 1769. In fact, he held he held office as Member of Parliament for County Roscommon, and he lived in French Park. And their children, uh, numbered among their children, they had, they had quite a few children, was one who answered to the same name. So William French is likely to have been... A, a, a close relative of of that particular right, family, the right, French right. Park, uh, the the, Rus- the Ruscommon connection with French Park, um, and as I said, the reference to the old Jail Street it doesn't refer to the old Jail, which we call the one up. At yeah, that's the one in the, the square. Yeah. For, and for the simple reason that the old Jail was wasn't hadn't been wasn't old enough to be called an old jail then. It was newly built. Right. It was completed actually by the Earl of Essex seven years earlier. So again, the speculation, where was the old jail? Plunkett's map of 1736 shows a town gate at the corner of Main Street that's and right. Old that's Jail right. Street and Church Street. So that's the one that when when the the footpaths were being paved there was it last year the year before oh, yeah, not sure year which year I think before, it may yeah. have been yeah. not sure there were remains found of, of the what gate. might have been yeah. a gatehouse at the corner there with Church Street and Main Street and they were excavated and an architect or an archaeologist was on site and I actually took photographs myself of what was to be seen um, under underneath the, right. the but it was filled in again but they left they left um, uh, a plaque on the ground. On the ground, there, that's right. Yeah. Uh, just at the corner there, of, of we'd say where Greedy's Corners is, or yeah. Madden's Butchers, just before that, if you look down, you will see a stone inscribed telling us that this is where the town gate was uh, in back in the 1700s. And it, it wasn't unusual in Ireland for a jail to be located within a city gate because a, a city gate was it was so strongly constructed to yes. resist attack and, and therefore it, it would also have a second use um, to resist an escape attempt. So the church, the, sorry, the church gate, the town gate and the gatehouse. The gatehouse would have been a strong fortified uh, building so that would have also doubled up as the jail, which gave its name to Old Jail Street, um, where where uh, Main Street is at the, at, right. the, at present time. Right, right. So, um, uh, we 
you can, there's another, the, the drawings that were found in the solicitor's office um, are interesting because they also show a large two-story three-bay house, probably had attached roof um, with a single-story, single-bay wing on each side uh, fronting Main Street stroke Old Jail Street. Right, so it okay. On, on the 1736 map, but it didn't have outbuildings then. And it also shows that there were seven or eight cabins facing Church Street, uh, most with two windows to the front. And again, as was common uh, at the time, attached roof and chimney. And right. we were inclined to think of thatched roofs as being a kind of a, a rural, um, a countryside phenomenon. But, you know, thatched roofs were... In towns uh, as well, yeah. Found in towns um, quite commonly. And we, we discussed, I think at one stage, the great fire of Roscommon. And oh, we did, yeah. Roof, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that started up there at the courthouse and... The fact that there were attached roofs in the vicinity helped it's the spread of the fire. The spread of the fire. Yeah. So on the same map, and again in the area of Gough Street, we find Mister uh, Guff's plot. Now th- th- that may have been a misprint, but it is also maybe that the Guffs changed their name to Gough. Right. And it okay. was at because that's ch- a well-known name around Roscommon Gough. Yeah. Yeah. So we we do come across Goff, but they repeat Goff a few times in the maps and on the legal documents. So they'd hardly keep making the same mistake over and over. Yeah, it must I know have been Goff, yeah, yeah. and then it was changed to Goff, and hence we have Goff Street. Probably a man called Thomas Goff. He was the son of Robert Goff and Sarah French, a merchant in the town of Roscommon. And they were related to a, a Goff or Goff family in Kingstown, which is now Dunleary in Dublin. All right, and they okay. married into the Caulfield family. And at the Caulfields, again, were out in, in Dunhamon. And Robert Goff was a member of the Grand Panel of County Roscommon. And at the time of, of Griffith's valuation, the Goff estate, it included the... Um, the domain at Oakport near Boyle and the family seat was at Carrow House. Now, you know where Carrow House is? Yes, absolutely. Up on the yeah, top of the hill. Stone Road and into yeah. the right there. Lovely cut stone entrance. Beautiful house, yeah. Yeah, that that was the seat. Is that the, the one owned by seat. Tom Hunt now? I think it is. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But um, I know that the Malloys... Um, at one stage, a branch of the Malloy family uh, owned it. No, that was it. Yeah. Tom Hunt has it now, and he has a fantastic uh, refurbishing job done on it. Good. And um, years ago, I was in the, 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 the yard beside the house. It would have been, yeah. there are beautiful stone buildings there. Um, I don't know if they're still with the house or not, but a lovely cobbled um, uh, stone yeah. farmyard yeah, yeah, and yeah. lovely stone buildings. It, it it really is a fabulous house, and very much uh, it hasn't been interfered with much over the years, as far as I know. And it's still very very true to the original, you know, Georgian yeah. Georgian building. But anyway, the family, this Goff family, they also held townlands in the parish of Baslick, which is near um, Castlery and in Kilbride. Um, so they they were they were quite quite uh, an extensive landowning family. The Goffs or the Goffs, we call them the Goffs. Yeah, yeah. They owned about about nine thousand acres altogether in Roscommon. And today's Goff Street, of course, is called, as we said, after Mister Goff. 